RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And today I'm going to talk all things canning, fruits, vegetables, everything with one of my good friends, John from Tip Top Canning. How are you, John? I'm doing great, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And actually, I was just thinking about you today because I've been doing a lot of grocery shopping lately and I'm noticing that prices are just going up on everything. Have you noticed that, especially with your, your business? Yes, my jars, my lids, my shipping, everything is going up. Yeah. And I'm still offering free shipping for, for my customers on the website. I don't know what's wrong with me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm providing a service, so I'm not going to charge for it. Yeah. Uh, I did raise my prices $1 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, no one's no one's complaining because everyone knows every, all the prices are going up anyway, so... Um, but I'm trying to maintain, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to raise my prices and I mean, I would love to raise my prices and make millions of dollars, but I just, I can't do that. So I gotta, you know, just raise it slowly and, you know, and like I, like I said, I still offer free shipping on the website and you know, that's, that's, I've gotten good feedback from that. So. Well, I think, I think that's fantastic that you are offering free shipping because I mean, shipping is one of those things that I think a lot of businesses take advantage of that to kind of add to their profits and, you know, charge a little yeah. extra on that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's true. And it, and it takes away from all the, all the little mom and pop places like myself that are mm-hmm. trying to survive when you know, we're buying uh, stuff from these big corporations and trying to get our, our uh, supplies in, that shipping takes a big chunk out of our our profits, you know. It adds a lot to the, to the cost, and, and it's tough. But no, it is, actually. You know, it's... <laughs> we're we're going to make it. I know we will. Yes, we're going to survive this. We are all going to get through this. I'm actually laughing because... Yep. Um, so I ordered from a local vendor in the Tampa Bay area, and this is going on almost over a year ago. Um, he came by the old building where I used to work and he, he makes, you know, stuff out of wood. And so I ordered this Italian flag from him to give to my dad for his birthday last April. And I am the worst when it comes to shipping. So he's out in Brooksville, Florida, which is like, I don't know, an hour away from Tampa. And I was like, I'll come pick it up from you. And it never happened. So by the time I got the flag from him, it was like the summertime. The flag is still wrapped up in paper in my closet. I still haven't sent it. But I have to make a point to meet up with you soon because I do want to get a couple jars of mustard. So I'll take that shipping okay. off your plate and I'm going to send it to him and put it all together. Right, there you go. He would there love you your, yeah, he would absolutely love your Sicilian mustard. I have to say. It, well, I do also make an ancient Roman mustard. So throw that Italian flag in there. Yes. He would you like know, that. To cover Sicily <laughs> and Italy. There you go. And actually <laughs> funny you say that. So most people like Sicilians are, don't consider themselves Italian, right? I mean, you're Sicilian. Um, no, I mean, that's actually yeah. funny because I, well, it's true. I've had people yeah, correct I'm, I'm me. Sicilian, I'm Sicilian. I'm from Ybor City, so I'm Sicilian Cuban on my mother's side. Right. And on my father's side, I'm Italian and German. And a lot of people, so when I tell them that, they go, oh, so you're half Italian. I'm like, no, I'm a quarter Sicilian, a quarter Italian. And they're like, well, that's the same thing. And and usually the people that are saying that, like I can, I can listen to their um, – 
their accent and if they're from like Boston, I'll say, oh yeah, just like New York and Boston is the same thing. And they get a little, <laughs> nope. get a little mad at me. And I'm like, right. well, there you go. Sicily and Italy are not the same thing. They are in the same country, mm-hmm. um, you know, but they both have their own flags. So they there do. you go. No, I was just the at... The Sicilian flag is the scariest flag in the entire world. I was going to say mafia ties. It's the Trinacchia. It's the Medusa head with the three legs and the three yes. weeks. If no one out there has ever seen the Sicilian flag, Google it. GTS the flag of Sicily. And you'll be like, what? You know, <laughs> I was just, I was actually thinking of you today because I was at Cafe Chibo in St. Pete. And, you know, okay. he's got, he's, you know, Frank, you know, he's been on my podcast before right. he's Sicilian. And I was looking at the Sicilian flag and I started thinking because when people go and post reviews and everything on the restaurant, they always say the best Italian food in St. Pete, but he's, he always says we're Sicilian. So anyway, he does right. have, obviously there's a difference in the regions of Italy, which is a lot to yeah, talk about. Absolutely. but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I tell everybody all the time, like, we always had spaghetti dinner at our house on Sunday, and we would put the spaghetti sauce, like we'd put a ladle of it in the pasta, mix the pasta up, and everybody would grab some of that pasta onto their plate, and then they'd pour more sauce on top. Um, a lot of places in northern Italy, they put the pasta on the plate, and they'll put the, like, the meat and the sauce on the side of the pasta, or they'll lay it on top of the pasta. Well, you call it so, sauce, like not gravy? And it's just a basic, just, yeah, it's like little basic little things that keep us a little separate, you know. Right. So, like, northern cuisine, um, you know, the central central Italy cuisine, uh, southern Italy, you know, and it's all, you know, it's all very regional. You know, it, it's, Italy was one of the only countries, I think, in Europe that they were all, they, they, they weren't, like, they were individual states that never recognize each other. Right. And then eventually they all got together and said, okay, let's just be one country. I think so I, I failed if that. To, if you go to Italy and you <laughs> travel from north to, to down the south, you're going to see different, like way different things. So the food, right. the people, sometimes the attitudes. <laughs> well, let's know? see. The furthest south I've been in Italy was Napoli. And then I, I did go up to Venice. So... It's not that too bad, you know, so I did, but it was, it was a world of difference. I I remember being in Venice and I felt like a lot of the people there felt, I know this is going to sound weird. They felt more like English to me, European. I don't know how, I know that sounds weird, but there was such a difference in their accents and everything from Venice all the way down to, you know, to Naples. Yeah, it was, it was different. Yeah. Yeah, and the food was different too. Very different. I had some of the best. It's just like, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, just like Florida, <laughs> <laughs> you come to Tampa, and then as you drive a little further north, like to Brooksville, it's a little different. <laughs> drive out to Plant City, it's a little different. Our drive hello. down to Miami, way different. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm doing all that. I'm Jacksonville to Port Charlotte. I'm learning everything. Yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh! Speaking of Plant City, this is another thing I was thinking of you. So okay. I I went to Keel and Curly Winery last week with um, Love that place. Tampa Food Mom. She organized a little okay, trip yeah, for us, yeah. and we got to go there. And it was um, they took us on a tour. That's a fun place. Love it. 
I I have to say, beautiful. I love the food was outstanding. It actually it blew my socks off. I was really excited about the food. Everything was good. I have to say though, I did try some of the wines. Okay. They're good. I still struggle with fruit with those sweeter wines. With fruit wines? It's that's just me though. Yeah. I grew up in California, so I'm a little different. But I was actually going to ask you about that yeah. since, you know, that's kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah, I, actually, we're, <laughs> it's funny, you know, we were talking earlier before the podcast about, you know, the weather and how nice it is. I'm actually over here at my cousin's house and we're making grappa. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, that's one thing I, I can't drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to drink a lot of it. Um, but, um, yeah, we, we make wine and we make wine with grapes. Mm-hmm. Um but we also made wine with different fruits. I mean, you just let it ferment and you just, you know, you cook it like you do the wine mm-hmm. or you, are you, well, uh, that's if you're going to make grappa, but if you're going to make uh, like a fruit wine, it's just basically just like the grapes, you ferment it and that turns in, it turns it into alcohol. Um, I think, you know, Curly for what it is, I think they do a great job. They do. They do. Um, Absolutely. They do. I mean, their their key lime wine or their blueberry wine is phenomenal. Um, But it's, but it is what it is. You know, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a blueberry wine. You got to understand that you can't go in there. If you're thinking grape wine, you know, traditional, you know, Napa, Napa Valley, are you thinking Bordeaux or Italian wines and you walk in there, you're going to be highly disappointed. But if you go in thinking, look, I'm going to try something different. It's, it's a blueberry wine. It's a really good blueberry wine. And I think they make uh, several of them. They make a sweet one, a semi-sweet, they, yes, um, they do. a dry one. They do. Yeah. So they do pretty good. They do a strawberry one. And also there's another place down in, um, I think Pasadena, the Florida winery. They also do uh, fruit wines, which are very good. Yes, so. I've actually seen the signs for, for that place. There's a few. I've also been to um, Aspirations Winery in Clearwater off of 19. They, yeah, do, they do a great job. Yeah, yeah. But see, I have to say, you know, I was the negative Nancy the very first time I went to Keel and Curly. This was many years ago. And I was just like, this right. is not what I'm used to. And I didn't, I didn't no, have course. that. I just, I was, I was a bitch. I'm just going to say it. I was. And I felt bad because I went yeah. there and I was. And... I had to really like stop and think because I, I watch them on Instagram and I see what they're doing. And I thought, let me go in again with a different attitude. And I did. And yeah, I just you, went in there to yeah, learn. Absolutely. I, that's, that was my whole thought process. I thought I'm here to learn. I want right. to understand. And when I really like for once in my life, I shut my mouth and I just listened to, <laughs> no, I know. Right. I'm always, but yeah, I did. It, 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 but that's what I said. If you go in with the attitude that this is going to be terrible. Yes. And it's not going to be the wine that I like. It's not going to be the wine you like. But it's, if you go exactly. Say, hey, it's it's exactly. something different. Let me um, try it and let me see what I enjoy. I guarantee you they're going to have something that you're going to, it's going to tickle your taste buds. They did. You know? They so. they did. They had a few things. And, you know, I just, I really listened to our tour Ooh. guide who spoke about the history of the family and how they started with their land and, they were pretty wiped out on strawberries yeah. that day from all the events going on, but it was nice to kind of walk a little bit. And I love strawberry picking. It's one of my favorite things to yeah. do, but it was, it was, it was such a beautiful experience. I have to say I had such a great time. And then 
the food was like an additional bonus. When we sat down and right. tried different things, I was like, this place is and, perfect. And what's also really important about it is it's a Florida product. Yes. It's Florida business. It's Florida owned. It's locally owned. Um, you spend money there, you're going to, you're putting money back into the community. Yes. And that's, and, and that really, you know, that's how we're all going to survive this whole, all the prices are going up deal, you know, local, <laughs> stick with local yeah. as much as you possibly can. Yeah. So that's, and, 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 and you'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's very I true. Promise. Yeah. Yesterday it was funny. I, um, I was in Orlando and that's a whole, whole other experience. It took me three hours to get there and three and a half hours to get back. And as I was coming home, I was tired and, you know, I've been, I haven't been feeling good the last week, been dealing with an ear infection. I'm like, you know what? I need some comfort food. And I just didn't feel like going to Publix. I love Publix to death. I'm there. I, they, they get all my money, but I decided to go to my local market and you know what? I did spend a little bit more than normal, but Mm-hmm. Everything I prepared for dinner last night, even though I couldn't taste it all like I wanted to, it just made me feel better because I knew that I was supporting local. Yeah. And it was funny because when I walked into the place, they all said, hey, Tracy, what's up? What's for dinner tonight? Because they recognize <laughs> me. But they That's actually, good. they thanked me and said, we appreciate every single time you come in here. And when you post your whatever you create, they, they actually told me that they said, we get people that come in because of you. And that just made me feel so happy. I don't think anyone's going to go to Publix because me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I, I try to, I, I do the same thing, you know, when I'm creating, you know, my, any kind of pickles or jams, I try to use local farms. I try to use. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I laugh about the pickle because the last time I saw you, you gave Lori Living Life and I a pickle on a stick. <laughs> Those that some you Those guys need to try pickles, that. They? they were fantastic pickles on those a stick. Those are yummy pickles. And they're they're those, keto those friendly. Were, those are pickled <laughs> in the tears of my haters. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so those uh, yeah, so I I try like I said, I try to get as much of my ingredients from local farmers and I try um I try to do uh something where a lot of these farms they have like the little, um, the deal where customers will come in and they'll pay like a monthly fee and they come in and get fresh picked produce. Um, and a lot of these customers, of course, you know, they, they eat with their eyes. They want to only want to buy the pretty vegetables. So I, all the ugly vegetables get thrown in the (laughs) compost heap. Wait, 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 wait. What is an ugly vegetable to you? So a carrot like if I say the word carrot, right. you know what a carrot is shaped like. Yes. Okay. And and if and there could be a carrot that has like two points. It's a little <laughs> deformed. It's crooked. It's got a it's got a spot on it. You know, maybe maybe some of the dirt got 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 moved out and the root got exposed to the sunlight and got a little brown. You know, okay. it's just something. You know, just just ugly vegetables like people always buy the prettiest vegetables and all the ugly vegetables, the, the little deformed ones or the, the ones that don't look as pretty, they get thrown in the compost heap. Well, I tell, uh, I try to tell these farms and these farmers, give me your ugly vegetables. <laughs> I, I will peel them, cut them, 
put them in a, in a jar. I'll pickle mm-hmm. them. I'll make a really good flavor with them. And what I do is, you know, if they give me, let's say 10 pounds, I make 24 jars of, of pickles. So two cases, I'll give them one of the cases back. And then mm-hmm. they could sell that at their little, at their farm at their little CSA and they could say like, look, this was locally made by a canning guy, tip top canning. And it was grown here. Okay. Oh, I like you know, that. and I do the same thing. I put their name on the, the ingredient list. And if they have a logo, I put their logo on my lid sticker. I like that. And awesome. I do that. I do that with, with breweries around town too. Oh, I love if, that. If, okay. um, That's awesome. Yeah. If like a uh, last, last beer, matter of fact, I need to call them up. Um, and if he listens to this podcast, hopefully he'll, he'll get the hint that I need to go back over a uh, house of house of beers over in Dunedin. They have this wonderful, um, uh, Andy's dog house red. It, okay. It's an Imperial red ale. And this, this is, um, out of all the beers from all the breweries I've made, uh, mustard with, mm-hmm. I've made this more, more times because people keep requesting it. Um, and it's actually a chocolate beer or a chocolate mustard. Oh my gosh, that sounds um, interesting. Um, that would actually go good yeah, on a pretzel. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it goes good on your fingers. It's awesome. Uh, it's a um, it, so an imperial red ale is a malty, bittersweet, uh, with hints of uh, uh, like bitter chocolate and uh, sweet toffee. Right. So I use the beer and malt vinegar as the base, and I put the raw cacao bitter uh, cacao powder in that so it's chocolate powder and I use like a black strap molasses to sweeten it up oh gosh that sounds really good little touch of salt and boom it's done I like it so I, I do that all the time and it's I'm just I'm out of it now I gotta go get I gotta go uh, to House of Beers and get some of that uh, Andy's Dog House uh, red ale to make some more you know I've actually never so, I know exactly the place you're talking about. I've actually never been there, but I've done a couple of races in Dunedin where we've actually met, I think a oh. block away. Cause I've, I've, I've ran past it a few times. Well, then we need to go. Dunedin is one we of my favorite go, places ever. Just saying. <laughs> it is. It, I would say it's, it's, um, one of the top five, uh, best people watching spots in Tampa Bay and, and dog watching. Sure. They're known for being super dog friendly. <laughs> I forget the name oh, of yes. the, the place, but they have a mural on the side that says dog, like instead of Dunedin, they say dog. Yes. Eden. What, what is that place? Um, I do the Dunedin market on yeah. Fridays and Saturdays and right across the street at that wall, that murals there. Mm-hmm. So the artist pretty much, um, his, all the dogs that he's met, he actually put their the, those dogs in that mural I love and their it. names are right there oh it's really cool i need to get and my dog on there <laughs> all over the place yes. yeah there's breweries all over there there's a winery there yeah it's great yeah. dunedin brewery is another one of my favorite spots i love their chicken wings they are yeah. incredible i don't oh, know what wow. they do to those wings i mean good. they marinate them for like 48 hours or something like mm-hmm. that but yeah i definitely there's, there's need to a, go back um, there's an irish a bar there. Um, Flanagan's. I can't. Flanagan's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know exactly. Uh, they have, um, they have uh, corned beef tacos. Oh, wow. That sounds with, really good. With bacon, cabbage, and, and jalapenos. Okay. You sold oh, me. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> They're phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, my gosh. I love, I love the I love Irish it. Mexican fusion. 
My, um, well, when my kids have spring break coming up, I mean, it's obviously in Florida, everyone's here. And I was looking into some places in Orlando and it's just expensive. So we're actually going to do just everything local where we can just drive up for the day. So we're going to be spending time in Tarpon Springs and Dunedin. We're just going to go everywhere. So I'm super excited. I've been, um, I'll have to add that to my list, but the Dunedin Smokehouse is another place I love. I mean, their cornbread, I dream about it. I just, oh my God, it's so good. I know. Hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. I've been drinking. I've been drinking uh, moonshine all day. I was gonna say grappa. My my my, grappa, yeah. my dad always calls would call grappa rocket fuel because <laughs> he loves his grappa. Yeah. I don't know if he drinks it much anymore, but I can't. I tasted it one time oh. in my life and never again. So I applaud you. I can't. Mm. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna make this this recipe here and. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually coming up with some different flavors because we've been doing uh grappa. We've been doing some corn whiskey and I've come up with a few flavors. Um, we're, we're thinking about getting a distilling license. So it'll be like a, a another business venture that I'm trying to work on here. Um, that would be amazing. selling a yeah. homemade, homemade, uh, Florida made whiskey. Um, I think you should do it. Call it Florida man whiskey. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that would well, be we good. might, we, we might. Um, but we, I've got, I got some. I made a blueberry lemon. I've, I've got a, um, a, a cinnamon sugar coffee one, which is really good. Oh, I got a uh, raisin honey, a raisin honey one is really tasty. Mm-hmm. And I did an almond, um, a cherry almond vanilla one. So, you know, just kind of playing around with different fruits and and spices and just checking it out. Yeah, you know. that's. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You always, like I said, you always inspire me. And I, like I, as I was telling you privately before the podcast, um, you know, I, I've been a little bit busy lately and then I've been under the weather, but I spent, I think it was last weekend and the weekend before I must've made 12, I think 12 or 13 different recipes. And I just, I went through my kitchen and I took all of my products. I used some of your apple cider vinegars as well. And I had fun. Awesome. And it was like, I kind of, awesome. I, I started watching really old episodes of the iron chef with one of my friends who loves to cook. And we just, we put it on and we sit there and we go, what, what is that? We're, like we test each other to see if we can tell what ingredients they're using. But oh, I kind of great. did that thing. You know, I just decided for myself, like I'm going to go into my place because I get so many products sent to me and I'm really bad about using sure. them. And now that I have more time, especially on the weekends. Cause I don't really go out much anymore. You, everyone thinks I'm out all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm really not, but I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time and okay. trying to combine flavors. So let's okay. just say, I always, I, always I, I, you know me, I am a flavor com- combiner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I all like none of my jams have less than, than, than three flavors. You know, right. it's like always three is the, the, the deal. Like I've been doing a, like guava jams and I've been playing around with Florida citrus. So I've been playing around with the lemon, the orange and the lime. So I do a, a guava pineapple lime. I do a guava strawberry lemon and now I'm doing a guava blueberry orange. Well, you know what I did with um, your, your guava jam? Cause I ha- I was lucky to get one jar of it a few months ago. So I make donuts yeah. out of just biscuit dough for my kids. They love them. Mm-hmm. And I put that on there. It was, it was life changing. Oh, wow. You'll see, you'll I'm see the amazing. picture. I, I haven't posted it yet, but yeah, it's delicious. Delicious. I got some, 
I, I made some wings. I, I did some oven wings and, and got them nice and crispy in the oven. And I made a, a barbecue sauce with the uh, guava pineapple lime jam. I spring. I made my own dried barbecue rub that I rubbed on oh, the on the wings. Awesome. That sounds really and then good. I threw a, a handful of that into the jam onto the stove and just kind of cooked it together and made a barbecue guava. Like that sounds so good. <laughs> a, a, a barbecue guava pineapple lime jam. And right when the wings came out, I threw them in that saute pan and <laughs> flipped them all together. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I was going to say that sounds I think like I guess, my job. I just gained like two pounds just saying it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, so I was driving um, up to Jacksonville a couple weeks ago. And if any of you are familiar with the drive from Tampa, it's like 75. You take 301 oh, and yes. you go through those yep. back roads. And I had to stop when I saw the orange shop. I was like, the, the sign oh. just got me. And I've driven past that place a few times in my you know previous travels. Yeah. Never stopped. So I did. I stopped. I, to be honest with you, I had to use the restroom because I had like three Celsiuses <laughs> on my way there. I'm, I'm familiar with that place. It was a cool little spot. It was, right? it was awesome. And so I bought this orange wing sauce that I actually made chicken wings last night and I used that sauce. And then I put a little bit of orange zest and some scallions. Fantastic. I am so excited to share it on social media. I can't wait. But yeah, I used my air fryer, which is my best friend and they were delicious. And well, awesome. my, my daughter said they were good. I'm still, like I said, my, my taste hasn't come back yet. And no, I don't have COVID. <laughs> I'm tired of people asking me that. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, COVID thing is over with, right? Hopefully. Oh, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully. But yes, I look forward to, um, you know, the weather is just, it's been incredible lately. I'm excited to get out to some markets and, I'm kind of going down a new path. I've I've been cooking more now than ever before. So I'm I'm trying to go awesome. back to my roots. And my roots were celebrating everything pizza. local. Well, pizza is always <laughs> going to be my root. Okay. But yeah, just um going back to my roots and really that's kind of how I started with you know blogging okay. and everything was celebrating everything local that just made me happy and made me not be so homesick for California. And I think I got away from that a little bit. So now I'm going back to it. And that's why I'm trying to celebrate everything Florida, everything local, and just share the love of everything that all these amazing small businesses are doing out here. Yeah. Well, right now is time to do it. The weather, the weather is, this is why people move to Florida. The right. weather we're having <laughs> right now. This is beautiful weather. And the, the markets are, are packed. And, and they're beautiful. Everyone's got their product out. The sun is shining. The wind is blowing. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. So, I mean, and, and a lot of these markets have everything. They, they, they have they have produce people there. Um, they have local farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend I'll be doing the St. Pete Saturday morning market. That's I might, I might go to that. Have, I haven't been to that in one in a while. I have a lot of friends coming out. Come okay. on. We'll have a good time. We'll probably go get a drink afterwards. You got a pickle on a stick for me? <laughs> I got a pickle on a stick for you. I have to say. It's been almost all out by then tonight. I don't know. Lori and I were so happy to see you at that event in St. Pete that day. We were like, there's John. And we just were so excited. And she was like blown away by that pickle on a stick. She's like, I've never really seen that before. I go, I'm yeah, telling I you, it's you, a great idea. You two got and got me a beer because I couldn't get it. I was so busy. I couldn't get yes, away from a tent. We did. And y'all went and got me a beer. Y'all are like my lifesavers. 
We were. <laughs> and then I had some of that really good peanut brittle. That was really oh, good. Yeah. Um, man, I can't. I, I, right now, the name of his company is escaping me. But he, I think he's actually in, um, he just uh, signed a deal with Walmart. He's actually putting some of his product in Walmart. You can buy it online at the uh, Walmart online. Well, I tried, um, but he his, is, he, though they are fantastic. It's, um, Psalms peanut butter, yes. or peanut brittle. And I tried all of their flavors. I actually bought their spicy peanut brittle, which oh, I love their spicy. Yes. That's great. I must, I'm a heat person. I loved it. I actually have been enjoying it with coffee. I, I have like two yes. left cause I try to, I try to be good. So I've been trying to save that box. So I'm almost out. I think See, I have one piece left. And people like that are people that I'd like to, I like to pair up with. Right. You know, I would like to to give him my bacon jam, and have him put some of my bacon jam in his peanut brittle. Um, but I don't know how that would fare, like because peanut brittle, the sugar gets really, really hot. I don't know if it'll burn the bacon jam. So, well, there's definitely something you, know, you can do with it because I was thinking of actually put it on top. Well, I was thinking of making like a cheesecake, for example, and then taking some of the peanut brittle and just putting it in a food processor and then putting it on top. I don't know. I've got some ideas, but I need to stock up on his stuff for sure. That would so. also go good. They would also go good inside the um, the graham cracker crust too. Yes, it would. Yeah, he does such a great job. Put a little bit in the graham cracker crust, pulverize it. Absolutely. And then sprinkle it. a little on top. <laughs> Sounds good. Ooh, even sprinkle even sprinkle a little bit into the uh, the cream cheese batter and mix it up so it bakes into the pot, the cake. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what, real quick, I have to just say this because this like has been on my mind since I had a, this last week. So I went to the True Food Kitchen in Midtown and I had squash pie, which I mean, you know, like tastes like pumpkin pie, but it was so good. Right. I can't stop thinking about it. I need to go back and get more. Really, really good. Oh, wow. That's yeah. great. Squash pie. And surprisingly Ooh, enough, vegan, 100%. And I mean, obviously right? I'm not a vegan, but I was like, I'm going to try this. They make their whipped cream with a coconut. I think it's a coconut milk, which is also yeah, vegan. Fantastic. If you, if you get a, um, a high fat uh, coconut milk mm -hmm. um, or um, you you open the can and you scrape off the, the top. Oh, yeah, I know what the, you're talking about. Not the water part, but the fat, the, fat right. the milk fat of it. And you put that in the freezer, get nice and cold when you whip it. It actually, you know, you can whip it up like whipped cream. Put it in a little piping bag and squirt it right on. <laughs> I've done that many times. So I yeah. will have to try that. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, definitely got to try that. It's a good one. Well, again, I, I like think... to make a, uh... oh, go ahead. No, go no ahead. I was just going to, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. I was gonna, like um, my mom. My my mom is you know gluten free, sugar free, dairy free. Uh, headache, headache, headache. <laughs> <laughs> and I I make a almond joy dessert for her, a chocolate pudding. It's made out of avocado and monk fruit, and I put a little uh, cacao okay. powder in there and a little um, monk fruit, sweeten it, um, and I put almonds. I, I use um, uh, coconut milk. To, uh, as the whipped cream, so it's like chocolate, almond, and uh, coconut milk. So it's like an almond joy. That sounds really good. I use dessert. coconut milk for a lot of different things. Yeah, it's definitely good. Has more flavor yeah. to me than most other things. But yeah. Well, anyway, just I wanted to thank you again for you know taking time out of your busy schedule and your what is it you're making today? Whiskey. <laughs> I am um, right now. We're making rapa, but 
Grab we do us, have a batch right? of uh, whiskey that whiskey whiskey that needs to go in too. So yeah, we're, we're going to be doing. We're just we're distilling the both of them tonight. So okay. And, I would you know, say I would love to we'll, try it, but I just don't do liquor anymore. <laughs> Wine is my speed. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I just can't. It's just I don't know. Yeah, there's just a lot of well, things I don't I don't have anymore because of you know getting older. <laughs> it doesn't agree yeah, with me. I um, that. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I just, but, I can't, like, you know, liquor, I just can't do it. more for me. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, all. Um, I'm good with that. So I just wanted to share with everybody your website. So if people like to go on and order some of your incredible musters and any jams that you have, because they need, it's, everyone uh, needs a taste of Tampa in their lives. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's uh, uh, co. Right. Tiptopcanning.co. No M. And you can go, it's, like I said, it's free shipping, two to three day shipping. Um, and you can, and, and you can go and check out, uh, follow me on Instagram and I'll, I'll post all my new product on there. And like I said, my product changes constantly. So I'm constantly posting new product. Well, you need to post the picture of you handing me the pickle on a stick. Cause that was a classic. I think <laughs> I sent it to you. If not, I'll resend it to you. Uh, yeah, yes, please do. I'll, I'll definitely put it, <laughs> it That was such a great photo. It's just one of those opportunities that just presented itself, and I had to go with it, and I'm so happy I did. It was awesome. Definitely okay. one of my best. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll definitely post it. I, I got I to gotta find the picture. I, I know I have it. I I'll, just, I'll resend it to you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Resend it to me. I'll, I'll post it for okay. sure. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Thank you again for everything that you do for the community and just always supporting local and being local. I love it. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. And uh, stop. Don't be such a stranger. We've got to get together. Yes, definitely. Go, go hang out. Go get some food. Some pizza. Yes. Especially in, in Dunedin and Safety Harbor. Those are my two favorite places. Well, All right. I'll meet you there. Sounds good. Well, thank you everybody for listening and definitely give John a follow. His products are incredible. I've had so much fun just messing around with them in the kitchen and getting creative. And don't forget a new episode comes out every Friday on radioinfluence.com or wherever else you like to go to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.